Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Asking for a Friend Friday. So happy that you're with us and that we made it to almost the end of the week. Um, if this is your first time joining us, um, we have two shows. On Tuesdays, we do a career journey um, or a talk about career path and things of that nature. And today, we discuss, uh, we'll have a candid conversation about one topic. And for the past month, we've been talking about relationships. And so today will be no different. So our guest is in the room, so we will get started happy that you guys are with us hello how are you i'm doing well how you doing i am good thank you um so i'm so happy that you're here because i was just having a conversation with my homegirl the other day um and we've been talking about relationships and the topic came up of um when did you know or when do you know that it's time to leave and so I'm so happy that you're here so that we can discuss it so my dear friend let's chat yes <laughs> absolutely um so yeah I'm, I'm Lawrence and really it's, it's really a hard question because when you are uh starting out in a relationship um so I am Married, separated, and the the when I made the decision to okay, this is it for me to leave. Um, it had reached that point where the relationship, in sense, became toxic. Mm. And I think that you have to be a good judge of for yourself. When is it now to that certain extent where if there isn't any distance created? will you cause more harm than good? Yeah. Because you can always rekindle. You can always rebuild and always go back, you know, but if you don't ever take a pause or a break, it can only lead to destruction at some point. That is actually a really, really good point. And I think for me, I think everything is figure outable. And I've thought that in all of my relationships. Everything is figure outable. Like, come on, <laughs> right? And so, you're right. You have to come to the point where you're thinking, uh, "Is this going to? Is this figuring it out going to uh, be have a positive outcome or a negative outcome? Because right. right. you can continue and be toxic." or you can continue and thrive. Um, someone asked, do you think all relationships need a break? That would depend on the individual because you have to be real careful when anyone says, okay, you know what? I got to get out because that effect it has on the other person because you may not be the one that's like, okay, I need to leave. We're unhealthy. We're toxic. We need to part ways. You might be the person that's like, no, we can, we can work this out. We can make this happen. So imagine you're that person saying, no, we can work this out. We can make that happen. Mm -hmm. And this person is leaving you. So now you have the stigma of he or she walked out on me. They abandoned me. So now you have abandonment issues. Whereas the other person wasn't trying to abandon you. 
but more so trying to figure out what to do. If you've been going to counseling, if you've been trying to, you know, you're going to your past, like if you're doing everything you feel like you can do and you have no other recourse, you may feel like I got to get out. So it really just depends on the individual and what they feel is best for them. Um, that's a good point. And I think for me going all, along this journey, I've had to, um, I've had to assess all of my relationships. Right. And so mm -hmm. I think what I've learned, the biggest takeaway from all of this. And so I am now divorced. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from the divorce and all my other past relationships is that I didn't necessarily know my worth fully. Mm, yes, right? yes. Because yes. I was thinking that I would be able to tolerate things that I shouldn't have to tolerate just right. to, or like, you know, I would compromise on certain things so that mm. uh, for the sake of figuring out and staying in a relationship that wasn't going to um, breed success, we'll say. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, yes. That's um, powerful word compromise because if you look at the word compromise in your own actions you're trying to show the person you're willing to do whatever you're willing to uh do this or do that take this or take that you're willing to fight you're willing to do this when you have to be, be careful because when does compromise switch over to sacrifice yep i was now, gonna say that now you sacrifice yourself. Now you give up who you are, that individuality that this person should have fell in love with you in the first place about. You let that go in order for the greater good mm -hmm. to compromise. Yeah, and I think that's such a hard, can be a hard thing to determine, right? Because I think mm -hmm. in most relationships, platonic or um you know, being in a relationship, um, I think that you, there's compromise in all types of relationships, yes. right? But like right. you said, at what point does it become to your own detriment, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I think I would have, I didn't know, <laughs> right? I need mm -hmm. to, I needed to learn when, um, I didn't know when it was time to leave because I was still trying to figure it out. Um, what was something, what, what was, what made you know that it was time? That makes sense. So we all, everybody's learning and growing, you know, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're single, it's all a growing season. You should continue to want to learn and to grow. And for me, I started to realize that the person I was, was lost. And when you start to fade away on who yourself is, you have to ask the question, are you even good enough for that person? Mm -hmm. Because in losing yourself, you're not true to her or him. So now you have to make this facade, this fake person come up that isn't you, isn't who you are, isn't what you stand for. And that's not what they marry. That's not what you know, or that's not who you're, you know, in a relationship with. So when I realized that, okay, 
it's past a certain point that it shouldn't be. And now I'm wondering who I am. Mm-hmm. And in the same sense, he or she may be wondering who they are. Yep. So the funny part of it, the, or I don't want to say the funny part, but the, the extreme part of it is who's going to be the bad guy? Because yeah. in every relationship, <laughs> are you going to be the person to be like, they left, they walked out, knowing like, okay, if this doesn't change, if this doesn't fix, it's going to end a lot worse than it would be me just leaving or, you know, her just leaving. So now you have that, that stigma of I'm, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad girl because I left. Mm-hmm. And you know, got those people like, oh, they left you. They abandoned you and all that stuff. But if you look down the road, could you have done more damage than, than not? So I guess for me, my determination was, okay, so is this something that if I put a stop to now can be fixed, can be worked on? that air, that space that you need to, to just breathe and be like, okay, where did the ball drop? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I guess that's my thought process. Yeah, and I think too, and we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, is like, you have to have a true um, awareness of self to be able mm-hmm. to determine what you're willing to do. Um, and then mm-hmm. two, you have to be in, a, in relationship with someone um, who also has an awareness of self, right? And then together, right. you two have to decide um, what are your errors? What yes. can be fixed? What can, right. what should we and should not, what should we and what should we not compromise on? Right, um, right. Because I think a lot of times it's sort of like it's done, but not at the same time. <laughs> That's a really good point that you make. Um, I uh, I read it somewhere. I'm trying to think where I read it at, but what they stated was, um, whenever you are in a relationship, one of your goals should be never to fall out of love at the same time. Mm. Because Ooh. if if you're out of love, but I'm in love, I know your worth. I'm gonna continue to fight. That fighting means from I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna fight through, and it's gonna push you through. But if we ever get to the point where we both out of love at the same time, it's a wrap. It's yeah, definitely. boy, just throw it in trash. <laughs> 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 um, someone asked a question. Um, how do you differentiate one's patterns from one's potential? Mm, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm more spiritual <laughs> than anything. But... Um, if you look at a person's potential, you can see more so, okay, I'll put it like this. For women, you should always speak into the king you see. You should always be like, okay, I see a king in him, so let me help raise this king. Not like raising a child, but let me lift this king up. Just like a man should be like, I see the queen in her, let me bring the queen out of her. Okay. So when you have that potential, you should see growth. You should be able to see when I pour into you, I'm getting something in return. I'm putting a deposit in you, so the interest is sacking up. Okay. Whereas you see a pattern, it's consistent and it doesn't change. You can time it to know that when I do something, I say something, they're going to argue all the time. They're going to fight all the time. They have it once, like, you know what? Let me just, even if it's not my fault, let me take the blame for this. So that's how you kind of 
differ between the two, I think. That was a whole word. I have nothing to add. <laughs> I was and the thing is I was really nervous. When you first started, I was like, Oh man, I thought he was a friend <laughs> to the show. And here he go talking about raising men. But okay, <laughs> all right, I'm with you. <laughs> The word raising, I get it. I totally get it. But it's 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 so important to know that no one really is the full package when you get them. Mm. Like it's, it's, you never get the perfect person. You know, the perfect person died on the cross a long time ago. Amen. You know. Hallelujah. So when you get someone, you got to understand they're going to come with flaws. What I always like to advocate is whenever when whenever you're looking for a man. Look for someone who follows God, because in the in the marriage, the woman should follow the man when he follows God. You don't follow him blindly. You follow him knowing that he has a secure relationship with God, and he's going to guide the relationship and give a vision to this family that supports God's will. And with man, you want a woman that. Okay, so we. Do, I know we're going to be. Really, you want a woman that is compassionately submissive, which means to me is that she submits knowing that she does, she entrusts in you her goals, her life, her livelihood, her heart. She trusts all that into you and she's not afraid because you've shown her that you're following God. So if you're submitting to a godly man, then you are being guided, not by the man, not by the flesh, but by God, that, that godly spiritual connection is going to take you to that next level. So, Because a lot of women don't like the whole word submissive and stuff like that. It's, and the reason why is because they're submitting to the wrong person. They're submitting to somebody who doesn't have your best intentions at heart, who isn't locked, because a lot of times, Whenever, how it should be is if there's something going on between me and you, I go to God and pray. And if I'm praying and if you're spiritually connected and you're praying, when I come back to you, it's going to be along the line that something you heard from God. Mm-hmm. So you know, oh, serious, he's right. What kind of, who would want that kind of man in their life? And who would want that kind of woman in their life? I agree. I, what I will say is I agree. You should not just be as a, uh, our good friends at 518 Rebirth have said, you cannot just be submitting to anybody. Yes, I definitely co-sign. Um, I definitely co-sign with that. Um, now, speaking of your spirituality, um, <clears throat> for me, I knew or I felt very much so led to be married, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, right? Because, you know, sometimes God talks and you don't be listening. So I don't think (laughs) that I heard or I didn't hear clearly and loudly enough um, for me that it was time to leave. Did you have any of those um, whispers or things of that nature? Um, Like, is it something, I'm sure it's something that you prayed about. Um, Did you receive any like confirmation um, from God that it was time for you to go? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and when I prayed, my minister told me, um, whenever you're praying to God, be careful of what you say. Don't pray to God and say, God, please, um, 
fix this. Please change this. Please help that. Or God, get me out of this situation because you're now praying your will. Mm. You should say, God, whatever you wish, I'll follow. Because you never know what his will is. And for me, when I pray like that, you see different things come up. You see things that kind of give you aha moments or mm-hmm. confirm what you're praying about and stuff like that. And again, you never know what God had. So just because it's a, a pause in a relationship doesn't mean it's the end. Mm-hmm. Or if it is the end. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or if it is the end, then... You want to make sure that it's God leading you and not your emotions and your feelings. Mm-hmm. We can get caught up in our feelings real easy and and be treated a certain way. And now we see blood. We want revenge. We, we get into our emotions. But when it's spirit led and God led, which is difficult, it is difficult because God is still a small voice. So you really have to be listening because just because you're saying it, you think they say the devil can't read your mind, but he can see what's going on. And by the action of what the devil sees, he can plant things into you. He can persuade you by certain things. So you got to be careful that you're not hearing from the devil and you're hearing from God. That's a very good point. Very valid point. Um, and emotions definitely do get in the way. That's why I said, you know, God definitely talks, but sometimes you're like, no, 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 that wasn't really him. Like, or you, or you, you want to be so connected with what you're feeling that you can't, um, you, you aren't spirit led, um, or I wasn't, or I don't know what it was, but, um, we have another question. Um, now that you're, now that you're clear that, um, it's time to go, um, what are some of the things that you'll be looking for next go around or like what, um, what are some of your non-negotiables? Um, and did, are you creating them based off of you knowing you're knowing now that it's time to go? So if, if you're speaking of, as far as if I get back into the marriage and some of the things I go are just in a different marriage altogether. Um, so, so, well, we can, we'll go high level. So, for you, Lawrence, based on um, based on you knowing that it's time to go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have you developed a new set of non-negotiables for yourself in relationships? Okay. So, absolutely. Um, I think whenever you go through something, if you don't want to go through it again, you got to pause and see what the mistakes were that you made in yourself and then the mistakes you allow to happen. So when for me, there are things now that I'm like, okay, this won't work for me. I know this about myself now. And that's that's the whole process of growing and learning. Is you know, you know this about yourself and you're like, okay, this is not gonna work for me. So going forward, whether I rekindle that or move on, it is this is what's gonna have to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there should be certain things that you know this involves my pure happiness. And if you're not okay accepting that, we can't move forward. Mm-hmm. So I think whenever you go through a situation, because you do not, the worst thing you want to do is go around that same mountain again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there, mm-hmm. There's some people that 
get divorced and they're on their third and fourth divorce and you know, you get back in the marriage and it's the exact same it, it was when you left. Like, you got to figure out what the cycle is and break it. And, and in doing that, of course, I more, you know, more so focus on God, putting God first and everything, reading the material, um, watching the videos and stuff like that. And then a lot, a lot of praying. And with that, sometimes you got to take quiet time. You can't pack your head with like videos and all this stuff. Sometimes you got to be quiet and just hear what God has to say. That's a very good point. Um, so someone asked while we were on the subject, and I didn't see it till now, for you to sort of unpack and maybe um, go through the submission thing again. <laughs> okay, okay. So I I don't think that it's all about the like the older days. Oh, she got to cook. She got to clean. <laughs> she got to, you know, she got to come home in a in some high heels and and a dress on and something. I come home like you know, it's that's that's not the case. That's not because even in the Proverbs thirty one woman, she was doing stuff. Out she there was making working. Happen. She was Out working. There. She was getting it. You ain't hearing no heels and no pumps or nothing like that. She was getting it in, but. What I mean when I say submissive is, let's start like this. First, be submissive to God. Hear and listen to God to guide you to that godly man. And when you find that godly man, understand that sometimes there are going to be things that y'all don't agree on. So are you strong in your faith enough to submit to his will, to be like, I may not agree with this, mm -hmm. but at the head of my house, I trust in you and I'm gonna follow your lead. That's what I mean by submissive. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to trust a man that says he follows God? Now, obviously there are some morals and stuff like that that are, are gonna play a part where okay. you're like, okay, I have a relationship with God because you got to keep your relationship with God. You have to keep your relationship with God. That's how you know I can still follow him mm -hmm. because if you start saying some stuff that don't align with God, you need to be like, whoa, you know, <laughs> I'm not telling you not to say nothing, but you got to, you got to be like, okay, hold up because I'm not, you know, I'm not hearing that from God. It's a difference between submitting to the will of God for the man that he gave you versus just being blindly led. Okay. So that's what I mean by submitting. Yeah, I listened to a sermon the other day and it said that um, that the women have it easy in the regard that they submit to the husband and that the, and that the husband um, has to like die to himself um, and die um, and like fully be immersed in all the things that God has for him and, and, and to, for him to love um, his wife as God, Christ loved the church. So um, I think for modern day women, the idea of being submissive is definitely, um, I used air quotes when I said easy. I don't think it's easy. <laughs> I was just about to go into it. I think for modern day women, <laughs> um, 
who truly are, you know, about that Bravo 31 uh, woman life, right? It's, it's, I think the model that was set for submissiveness is, it doesn't equate to the Proverbs 31 woman to me, right? And mm-hmm. so it's, I've, I've heard Kev on stage um, and Mrs. Kev on stage, the Fredericks talk about um, being submissive in a way that together they come together with a mission and then the, the husband leads that mission and the wife submits to that. And I, that is something that I can subscribe to. Um, <laughs> that is something that I can subscribe to, but I do I do think that it is important um, that the the man that you marry um, has a very strong faith and that they are strongly connected um, and again have your best interest and your family's best interest at heart. Um, that's that's true. Now you said two things that kind of stood out. Oh, um, the, the the first thing is. You hear a lot about how the woman's got it harder, the man's got it harder. If you truly have two people who are really submitted and focused under God, it's a shared difficulty because mm-hmm. I bet as a woman it's hard to entrust and submit to a man and be like, okay, I'm going to follow this guy's will. You know, I'm going to do this. I got to watch my mouth. I can't just snap off the hinges. And, you know, it's, it's difficult. I, I, women, I got you. I'm there. I understand. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> but also imagine and have sympathy for the man. Because if he's doing it right, he has to bear the weight of, I have a whole person that's going to follow my lead. Mm-hmm. Which means if I make a mistake, it's not just impacting me, it's impacting the family. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I make the wrong decision, if, you know, if I make the right decision, awesome. But if I don't and it causes a huge problem, it's, it's the weight and the pressure that men deal with, just as with the women. So it's, it's kind of on the same playing field. And also, like, when you are in a relationship and you're, you're doing it the right way and everything else, then the first stage, because you said that if you get on his will and his vision and stuff like that, that should have been taught before you even got married. Y'all should be finding out whether or not y'all on the same wavelength. Because if you know the kind of life that you want to live and and the ideas that you have and the vision that you have, your mate from God is going to align in those visions. They're going to help get you to those visions. So that vision talk really should be addressed in the courting stage. Very, very good point. Um, And I agree. I agree. And I think that Moving forward, I'm I'm set. I'm ready. I've got the tools. I've got uh I've got the uh the strategies down. I'm ready. Um, someone asked, "Do you think that guys confuse control? Uh, excuse me, submission with control?" Some do, yes. Um, unfortunately, some do. There there are some guys out there that do use it as a power tactic. You know those those guys that I own you, I control you, you're, you belong to me. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful because you should see those in the dating stage. Yeah. You know, um, just as there are some women that's like, oh, <laughs> it's a good man. <laughs> I'm going to lock him down. I'm going to travel. <laughs> like, in, in any 
relationship that you're that you're entering to be careful keep a connection with God so the Holy Spirit can let you know because God sees the end from the beginning so he already knows so if you linking up with God he's going to be like mm, I don't think that's what you want and a lot of times what we do is we allow earthly fleshly desires to overrule our actual thoughts and beliefs Yep. Because if you get in that bed and it's good, what? a lot of that sense and and, and, and red flag warnings uh oh gonna go out the window. You make oh. very valid points there. Um and two, I mean I think that there's also times when, you know, people are abstaining and just the desire to um um or I wouldn't say the desire, but I would say the idea of um mm -hmm. how it was in the beginning or the i the idea of you know a lot of times in the courting stage you you and your mate you and your partner are fabricating mm -hmm. this future together that just seems yes. so out of this world yeah that yes. during when you see things pop up you're like yeah i know but we're about to be this or we're like together we're going to do this and so i think that <laughs> like because even i think Although I do agree that when people have sex, it definitely messes up, can mess up your judgment. <laughs> but I do know for, I know for sure that when you abstain, <laughs> that judgments can be clouded as well. And I think it comes down to um, the potential over the patterns. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's I, I would absolutely agree with that. You're right. Because it's, there's no really set course that you can really take that's like 100% right. You know, you have to kind of just judge the direction that you, you know, you need to go off, off the person you're with. So I absolutely agree with that. Yes, uh, people in the comments are great. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we have definitely veered off the main topic at hand, but I am happy. <laughs> I am happy that we have done so. I think that this has been a great conversation um, today. And I am thankful for your insight on uh, the gems that you have dropped on us today. Um, if anyone doesn't, if there are no further questions, um, I've got a lot of stuff I got to take back to my homegirl to let her know about this conversation that we just had. Um, <laughs> I would like to thank you uh, again for being on the show. If you want to drop your handles over, people can follow you at if they have some further questions about uh, submissiveness and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you can catch me at LawrenceD34 on Instagram. Um, so that's my own social media site I'm on now. Perfect. Um, so thank you again, guys. This has been great. And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Take care.